Our service will begin momentarily. At this time, we would ask if you have a cell phone or other portable device that you would please take a moment and place it on silent mode for the duration of our service. Please stand. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Please be seated for the singing of our opening
Please stand. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In holy baptism, Mitchell was clothed with the robe of Christ's righteousness that covered all his sin. St. Paul says, Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. O God of grace and mercy, we give thanks for your loving kindness shown to Mitchell and to all your servants who, having finished their course in faith, now rest from their labors. Grant that we also may be faithful unto death and receive the crown of eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated for our readings. Our first reading is from the 118th Psalm. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his steadfast love endures forever. Let Israel say, his steadfast love endures forever. Let the house of Aaron say, his steadfast love endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord say, his steadfast love endures forever. Out of my distress, I called on the Lord. The Lord answered me and set me free. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? The Lord is on my side as my helper. I shall look in triumph on those who hate me. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. This is the word of the Lord. Our second reading is from the second chapter of Ephesians. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up with him, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. 
This is the word of the Lord. Our third reading is from the sixth chapter of Matthew. Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. This is the word of the Lord. God has made us his people through our baptism into Christ. Living together in trust and hope, we confess our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. To Mitchell's family, all of his friends, and to all the saints here at Zion Lutheran Church, grace, mercy, and peace to all of you, from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I've buried many people during my 25 years of ministry, and they're never easy. The death of a young person is the hardest for the family. In Mitchell's case, his death raises many questions. Family is forced to wrestle with so many what-if scenarios. Death is the hardest for all of Mitchell's family, who did all the right things. And yet, in spite of that, we're still here today. I've buried many people over the years. Some of them died from cancer that killed their bodies. Some died from depression that killed their spirits. I see no difference between the two. Both are the same. But Jesus died so both could have life. Some people die from tragic car accidents while driving way too fast. Others die from depression that sets them on the fast course of self-destruction. I see no difference between the two. Both are the same. 
And Jesus died so both could be forgiven. And both could have life in his name. I've buried people who have had massive heart attacks that took their lives so quickly. And some people have a depression that can attack their heart so quickly. And I see no difference between the two. Both are the same. And Christ came to save both. There are illnesses of the body and illnesses of the mind that can kill us. Both are diseases of the body and the soul that every person has inherited from our first parents, Adam and Eve. God warned Adam and Eve that on the day they ate of that fruit, they would surely die. And God was right. On that day Adam sinned, his soul died. We're really no different from Mitchell and what he went through. None of us are. Ever since the fall into sin, every single one of us born in this world will suffer. Some suffer with horrible physical illnesses. Others suffer with horrible mental illnesses. And one day, all of us will die. We're no different than Mitchell. None of us are. We're all the same. Both in our bodies and in our souls, each of us are facing cancers of the body and the spirit that can kill us. Some die from cancers of the body. Others die from cancers of the soul. They're the same. I see no difference. But God doesn't want this for any of us. God doesn't want us to just die in this world and then die for eternity. Whether that death comes from a cancer of the body or a cancer of the soul, doesn't matter. God doesn't want to lose a single one of us. So God did something to save us. We may not know a lot of the Bible, but I bet we've probably heard this verse before where the Apostle John wrote, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. That verse is probably the most famous in the New Testament. But I actually think the verse that comes after it is even more important. Because it shows what God was willing to do to save us. And the next verse says this. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. But in order that the world might be saved through him. When Jesus Christ came into this world. Born in the flesh. Jesus did not come to condemn you. Or to condemn this world. There will be a day when Jesus returns. And on that day there will be a final judgment. But that is not today. That is not the time. Right now. Right now Jesus comes. So the people who die of cancers of the body. And cancers of the soul. Can know that God loved them so much. He died on a cross in their place. 
for their sins so they won't die forever. Right now, Jesus comes to the people who die in tragic car accidents and sudden deaths of their own making can know that God loved them so much he died on a cross in their place for their sins so they won't die forever. Right now, Jesus comes so that people who die of sudden heart attacks and people whose hearts are suddenly attacked can know God loves them so much he died on a cross in their place for their sins so they won't die, not forever. And the same holds true for all of you here today. As the Bible says, God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. And Jesus did that for all of you. No matter what illness we wrestle with in the body or in the mind, Jesus came to save you, to pick you up and to give you a new life in him. I pray that gives all of you an amount of certain hope, especially at Mitchell's passing. Jesus did not come into the world to condemn Mitchell, but to save him. And Jesus did the same thing for all of you. Amen. And now may the peace of our God, which surpasses our understanding, keep your hearts and your minds In Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Please stand as our worship continues with our prayers. Each of our petitions will conclude with the phrase, Lord, in your mercy, followed by the congregation's response. Hear our prayer. And we pray. Almighty God, you have knit your chosen people together into one communion in the mystical body of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Give to your whole church in heaven and on earth your light and your peace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Grant that all who have been baptized into Christ's death and resurrection may die to sin and rise to newness of life, and so pass with him through the gate of death and the grave our joyful resurrection. Lord, in your mercy, give to the family of Mitchell and to all who mourn comfort in their grief and assure confidence in your loving care. Casting all their sorrow on you, they may know the consolation of your love. Lord, in your mercy, give courage and faith to the bereaved that within the communion of your church, they may have strength to meet the days ahead in the assurance of a holy and certain hope and in the joyful expectation of eternal life with those they love who have departed in the faith. Lord, in your mercy, help us, we pray, in the midst of things we cannot understand, to believe and find comfort in the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Lord, in your mercy, 
receive our thanks for Mitchell, for all the blessings you bestowed on him in this earthly life. Bring us at last to our heavenly home, that with him we may see you face to face in the joys of paradise. Lord, in your mercy. God of all grace, you sent your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, to bring life and immortality to light. We give you thanks that by his death, he destroyed the power of death. By his resurrection, he opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Strengthen us in the confidence that because he lives, we shall live also. That neither death nor life, nor things present, nor things to come, will be able to separate us from your love, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Taught by our Lord and trusting in his promises, we are bold to pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Let us go forth in peace. In the name of the Lord. Amen. Please be seated for the singing of our closing hymn.
stand Jesus said I am the resurrection and the life whoever believes in me though he die yet shall he live and everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die Amen.